你现在收听的是《好奇杠铃》，我是你的主持人 Angie。在这个节目，我们提供给你专业的健身知识，以及来自运动科学产业教练、创业家、医疗专业人员和学术研究工作者们的人生故事。嗨，大家！疫情当下，大家都还过得好吗？今天这一集是母亲节的特辑，我访问我的墨西哥训练老师 Mariana Fletcher 的中文解说版。那当时要回来之前，我其实是抱着终于可以回台湾隔离，然后过正常生活的希望。那现在遇到防疫的情形，其实更加感受到你真的没有办法掌控。命运想要给你什么东西，就跟大家一样，我们都在面对在这样子的不确定下，重新认识自己的感觉。这一集对我来说非常特别，因为它是我第一次尝试用英文访谈，在听的时候也觉得自己蛮神奇的，会一直讲一些口头禅。中文的口头禅呢，就是很酷；英文的口头禅就是 blow my mind。所以大家欢迎在这集跟我一起 blow my mind。那这一集是在我回台之前，和 Mariana 在我们训练的场地 Casa Shanti， 就是一个距离海边只有一个 block， 屋顶是用干的椰子叶盖起的训练场地。在训练的时候，我们会听到海边的声音、狗叫的声音、附近施工的声音。所以在这一次的访谈里面，你会听到来自墨西哥夏日炎炎的各种当地声。那玛丽亚娜对我来说就像是我的女神一般，她是一个非常有自信，但是又超级亲切的人。每一次上课的时候，她都会让你有一种哇，怎么可以这样子的感觉。她的女儿咖喱也是一个非常非常漂亮、有自信的女生。那这一集我们谈了很多关于玛丽亚娜她怎么认识 Jonathan。也就是我的另外一个老师，也是现在在教授 e d o b e r t a l 这个学派在墨西哥的主要人物之一。那玛丽亚娜她在这一集也谈到很多，因为作为一个母亲，她在训练上的转变，然后她怎么面对到训练时的黑暗时期，就是她失去了她的母亲，然后还有另外一个黑暗时期是我们在 Podcast 里面有讲到，所以我觉得看到她在。这么多的人生波折的情况下，还能如此坚强，并且带给别人力量的教我们，实在是非常令人感到佩服的事。这一集我会在每一个段落之前帮大家先归纳整理下一个段落我们要讲什么东西，所以在听玛丽亚娜的回应的时候，也会比较清楚我们所聊的内容。如果你是对女性教练的教练生涯，对于母职这一件事情有非常多思考的人，相信你会非常喜欢这一集的访谈。其实当初在邀请玛丽亚娜之前，我非常的挣扎，因为一直不知道自己有没有能力以英文进行和别人的访谈。在中文的时候，也许你可以很顺的听人家讲，然后在当下提出你的回应，这些都是要对语言有非常的熟悉跟敏锐力才行。所以我等了很久，终于要在离开的时候才敢。
提出想要询问老师们的这个问题。其实，在这之前，我与马里亚娜就只是学生和教练的角色，但在这之后，我非常非常的庆幸。我能够再度以访谈的形式结交到这么真心并且这么酷炫的好朋友，因为后来回台的临时计划，原本我有邀请另外两位老师，也就是呃以色列的老师 Jonathan Fletcher 和意大利的老师 Stefano 进行我们的访谈，但是因为其实我对于他们的了解不深，我以为他们就是在当地出生长大。然后因缘际会的开始了训练，然后并且就以这样子的直压发展的方式，在 Brito Escondido 这个地方发展了这个 Movement Class。然后殊不知，每一位老师他们都有非常夸张的人生经历。Stefano 他也是从高中开始就在各地居住，以不同的技能换取在当地生活的机会。然后在巴西学卡波耶拉，并且在旅游到 Brito Escondido 的时候发现了。Ido Portal 的 Movement Culture， 并且选择留下来在当地继续进修 Movement Culture 所教授的内容，作为接下来几年的人生发展方向。那 Jonathan 也是 ，Jonathan 他十五岁的时候参加了一场冲浪之旅，从此以后他觉得他不想要再接受正规的学校教育。那在与父母沟通协商的情况下，他开始在各地打工当志工的方式，从斯里兰卡到印尼。到西班牙，再到墨西哥，就各个地方流浪过生活，探索他的人生。那时候我才发现，天哪！我自以为自己有多么不一样，但跟这些人比起来，我还是一个非常在主流社会中生存的人。我接受了传统的学校教育，进了上班族的工作，在这几年才开始发现有其他的人生可能性。而在这一路上，虽然我遇到蛮多和我一样。到最后成为自由工作者的人，但是我发现有更多在我想象之外，没有接受正规教育就开始累积自己的人生经验。虽然他们没有，可能甚至连中学或是高中的学历都没有，但是他们对于这个世界的思考方式、他们的敏锐度、他们的聪明程度，完全不逊于任何接受传统教育、正统教育的人，或者是说，他们比我们遵循了。正规的路长大的人，还要有更多的批判力，更成熟的面对人生的心态。那我觉得真的是非常幸运，能够和这些人产生连结，不是人与人的连结，产生关系上的连结。那也期待在这波疫情不知道什么时候结束之后，能够再回到可以接触不一样的人、不同人生经历的经验。那这阵子在台湾都在做些什么呢？大家还记得我们去年七月有办做自己的健身教练的工作坊，今年我们扩大规模的把它变成非常非常详细的线上课程版。我们列出了所有在工作坊里面学生遇到的问题，并且针对在四个小时工作坊里面没有办法完整详细示范的动作的部分，进阶的讨论。还有更完整的认识训练原理的应用和心智框架的讨论的部分，都一一的拍成了非常完整的影片，并且思考在这么多的内容中，要怎么样把它解析成最适合大家吸收的课程架构。那这门课已经进入到建制的尾声了，所以在接下来的这段期间，就会开始我们的 pre-launch。
。如果你是健身了一段时间，但对于训练的原理不太熟悉，或者是你可能是新新手，想要知道怎么样以有系统的方式认识健身的话，请详细关注我的 IG 和脸书账号。好，这集废话说的有点多，那我们就正式进入这一集的访谈吧。Welcome to Curious Barbell. I'm your host Angie. Today I'm interviewing Mariana, who is my mi maestra, my teacher here in Puerto Escondido in the movement class. I remember the first time in our class. It's not intensive courses, so it's a few students and Mariana just kicking ass in coaching us. At that time, I didn't know you were a coach,、yeah. so I was just like, "Why is she so good?" And she feels like she owns the space. And later, I learned that you're a coach, and then you also practice jujitsu and other stuff. And then the kids running around in the class is your daughter. That just blew my mind. So as I get deeper into the Mexican culture and learn more about the machismo culture here, the in Chinese we call it 大男人主义 and it just <laughs> it just like blow my mind to see how you. Are able to position yourself in coaching, and how the females attend in this class doesn't make me feel like they are putting themselves in a vulnerable position either. So that makes me very curious about you, and how you and Jonathan started the movement, and like everyone that joined you, and how you build this community. So today,、um, I would like to ask you questions about this direction, and also as a female coach, it's really not that that much. That is not. It's really not that many female coaches I know in Taiwan, and so I want. I'm really wanting to like know what it's like to coach as a female here, and as someone who is wanting to be a mom very soon, I、wow. want to know like how you make the life decision of having a kid and how the kid influences you. So I'm very happy to have you here. Thank you so much for accepting my invitation. Thank you. You're welcome. I'm very excited to be here talking with you. Could you briefly introduce yourself to our audience? Yeah, of course. I'm Mariana. I'm Mexican. I'm 30 years old. I'm a mother, first of all, and I love my daughter. This is the most beautiful part of my life. The next is that I love movement. I teach movement and I practice movement as well and jujitsu. And other stuff related with the body, but the, my main thing is movement. By the influence of Ido Portal, my teacher. Mariana's training actually started when she was very young. She started training marathon with her father. She loves marathon, jumping, karate, and other kinds of training. In junior school, she chose acro yoga. 大家都说他人生要成功，一定要专精于某种东西。可是他不在乎，他只享受当下开放接触各种运动的过程。So what's your training journey like? Oh my god, it's long. I always been like a kinetic person. My mother told me when I was a child. She told me like, "You're very kinetic, Marina. You always want to hug somebody. You always want to touch people. To Take the hands and kiss me and everybody. 
And I'm like, yes, I am. So I started to run with my dad. He was training me to do marathons of like five kilometers. This is what my beginning. And I enjoy going to competition and winning and like in a child level. And I always been doing something, but always jumping, jumping from one thing to other. You know, like I, I tried everything, like gymnastics and dancing, but not for a long period. Then uh, when I was in college, I decided to study performing arts, which was very involved also with movement. You know? We have like uh, expression of the body as a project. And I had also circus. So I started there with circles and expression of the body. And then I saw that I was not so flexible. I started to study yoga and to practice. And then I became a teacher. And then I saw like acro yoga, which is very related also to circus, but in a more yogi way. So I was in my journey accumulating things, but nothing concrete and in a very unorganized way, you know, like messy way. I also, I was practicing African dance for about five years, taking lots of courses and I was in a band dancing and drumming. I did everything <laughs> and I loved everything. And I was, everybody told me like, Mariana, you must focus on something if you want to To be good in this life, you must focus, choose one subject. And I'm like, I cannot, I cannot. I love everything. I love to dance. I love yoga. I love circus. I love theater. Everybody like, good luck, but you are not in the right path. And I'm like, I don't care. I'm enjoying learning from everything. But yes, was a messy way. There are a lot of disorders, but I was enjoying and flowing. I was very hippie also, like, <laughs> yes, whatever, it comes, it comes, and very open to everything. Jonathan Fletcher. Jonathan其实在从小的时候就对于正规学校教育没有什么兴趣，特别是在有一次的冲浪之旅以后，让他发现大自然给予他的吸引力。因此他在十五岁时就跟爸妈提议，他不想要再继续念书了，他希望可以
in the beginning, I didn't want to, to be her girlfriend. Because I, I was focused on the workshop and he was insisting like, oh, I love you, <laughs> can you be my, my girlfriend? And I'm like, no, 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 like don't distract me. We can be partners, partner works, we can teach together because we are good at it, but only. And then we decided to move to Puerto. He was like, I live in Puerto, I have lots of people there. Let's go and teach together. So we, we came, we teach acro yoga, yoga. And then we was traveling also around the world. We went to Israel to learn. That, that was the first time we met Ido Portal. At least me. I think he, he met him before. But I went there and I went to an open class on a park, beautiful park, with Roy Goldmich, Liav. Beautiful teachers, great teachers. I realized there that I wasn't strong enough. I was like, oh my God, what is this? I cannot do a shin up. I thought I was strong. I'm doing acro yoga and I'm doing aerial dance, acrobatics, and I don't have the strength to pull up my body. And then I was like hooked because of that. A word opened for me. Like, oh my God, I'm not strong. And I thought I was strong. What is this? But we were still flowing on the hippie life, acro yoga yoga. 在 Maliana 和 Jonathan 交往没有多久之后，他们未计划的怀孕。一开始，他非常担心家人会对于他们未婚怀孕的这一件事情非常的不能接受。后来很幸运的发现，原来他的家人还有丈夫的家人都是非常支持这件事情，所以后来他们就会默契哥结婚。在怀孕的时候，她想要完全的感受怀有新生命的感觉，所以她每天都在 flow 里面，甚至到生产她的女儿 Gali 的当天，她面对孩子即将出生的阵痛，也是以不断的跳舞数个小时来等待新生命的出生，最后顺利的自然产下美丽的女儿。虽然她在产后想要好好的陪女儿哺乳，可是却因为看着先生一直在训练而激起了好奇心，她自己也因为不断的练习引体向上的悬吊的动作原型。改变了他因为哺乳抱小孩的人间驼背，因而开始对这样子的训练产生了极大的兴趣。We was there training acro yoga, ito portal. Then we we went to a circus school in Madrid. Beautiful, beautiful teachers, very professionals. And there I get pregnant. We get pregnant. I hate to say I, get, I got pregnant. We got pregnant. We didn't plan it, but we knew it could happen. Because we, we was open about it, but we didn't plan it like yes, let's do it now. We was like okay, it could it could happen, and it happened there. So I wanted to c- come back home because I was afraid of my parents because of all this machoism culture that if you get pregnant before you're married, it's not good for society. Mm-hmm. So I was very very. Scared, but Jonathan's mother was like, "Ah,、oh, don't worry." Like he, she was. I'm so happy for you. Like whatever you need. And also, when I talked to my mother and I told her, by my surprise, she was also super like, "Oh my God, congratulations! I love you. I will always love you. Don't worry. I'm here for you." My dad was a bit upset, but I didn't care. I was like, "Okay." Whatever, it's your problem. I'm happy. So at the end, we got married because of like the papers for him to be here, and obviously because we love each other. 
but we didn't really want to get married. But we got married because our, my family especially, because they were like, yeah, let's have the last name for Gali, you know. And at the end, we enjoyed. And he started to travel at the same time to workshops with Ido in different parts of Europe. And obviously he was here when Gali is born. And I was fully into that. Like, I forgot about movement, everything. I was still dancing. Also, I was dancing on the, on my labor work. I was dancing African because it made me feel my pain release. What do you mean? You were dancing while you were delivering Gali? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because I was in such a, such a pain that that was the only way for me to release the pain. When I stopped dancing, the pain came again. Um, it's curious, but they say you need to enter to, to, to be with your feelings and intuition to deliver. No? Like, not to hear every people, all the people to, to tell you, like, sit down or walk. It's to hear what you need, what your body needs. So my body was needing to dance and I was dancing a few hours <laughs> there. And then Gali born naturally, which was my, my goal. And I was fully immersed on that. I was like, nothing exists but my baby, you know? And I was super happy, all my hormones, and it was everything for her. And then I saw Jonathan, he was very into movement by that time. Moving, squatting, hanging, shin-upping, stretching, doing that. And I was like sitting, breastfeeding Gali watching at him and I was like oh my god can you stop please like I'm jealous I cannot do this and he was like why not you you should join me and I was like no 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 in the beginning rejecting him a bit but then like with the time as I saw him more I I started to to join him he, he told me okay you can do that the one month challenge of hanging you know this challenge no It's, it's a very good one. So you hang for one month, seven minutes a day. You accumulate seven minutes. You can do 30 sets of 30 seconds or one minute in all the day. You can do in the morning. In the, your posture change in about a month while doing that. And that's what happened to me. Also, I did that squat one month challenge, which is accumulating... 30 minutes squatting every day. So this changed me like 360 degrees. I was feeling good with energy. My posture changed because breastfeeding and carry your baby brings all your shoulders forward. Mm -hmm. And you're tired. Also, your chest is like very heavy. <laughs> and with this hanging challenge, my life changed. And I was like, okay, I'm in. Teach me more. So Jonathan was my, my inspiration and I started to do more and more and suddenly I got my chin up and Ido came here randomly. He was talking to Jonathan and he says, I want to go to Mexico. I will give an internship, arrange everything, da da da. And he came, It was super powerful, one, one week workshop and that hooked me. Like, mm -hmm. I'm in forever. <laughs> 不只是姿势的改变，让他着迷的更是训练时对于自己身体不断进化的觉察，甚至是意识到自己没有觉察这件事。他开始能在自己的训练中看到不断出现的模式。
喜欢的部分、不喜欢的部分，这些对于训练的觉察也能转换到人生里，让他意识到自己不断出现的行为或情绪模式，进一步去改变他们。其实我自己在第一次上课的时候，也被这样子的训练方式给惊吓到。我记得那时候我们要用指尖主导或者是肩膀主导的波浪。去思考、感受每个关节，为了要让波浪流畅经过时使用的关节运动的策略。那时候我才惊吓地发现，天哪，我有手指耶！之后我们在课堂开始前也会进行不同形式的冥想，这些都打开了我的眼界，让我发现除了踏进健身房开始按表操课外，其他更能柔，其他更能将柔性的身心灵整合进阳刚的训练的方法。What what is the thing that you get hooked on? The thing is like evolving every time. You know, like being aware of your body every time more. Being aware that I'm not aware every time. I'm a bit more aware and a bit more aware. And I understand my shoulders and my body and my energy. And every time I'm getting more powerful. Also, I feel like、mm-hmm. more calm and I can see patterns that I don't like. In my body and in my life, and I can work it together. You know, it's like a mirror. Whatever I do physically, I can also work it on on the other aspect, on my habit aspect, mental aspect, emotional aspect. I saw the integration of everything. For me, it works that something that I can do, I can feel, I can、uh, quantify. It works for me to work with something that I don't know, I don't see it, I don't quantify. I can definitely relate. At first, I feel like my life trajectory, even though like my Asian、mm-hmm. background doesn't allow me to be as hippy as I wanted to be, but I'm also like just wanted to try so many things throughout my life course.、Mm-hmm. And in Chinese, we have a saying called "You have only passion for three minutes," and that's why my parents call me like "You only have passion for three minutes. You'll never be able to focus on one thing." And so I changed from like literature to sociology,、mm-hmm. and then to tech. And then I really fall in love with lifting, so I changed to be a coach. But at that time, I felt like okay, I found that one thing that is lifting because later I realized lift helped me connect me and my breath and my body. But there's not it's nothing compared to when I first joined the movement class. I remember the first day we have to do a wave with our finger to our arm and shoulder leading and the finger leading. I was like, what is that? I didn't <laughs> even know my finger exists, <laughs> even though I felt like I. When I lift, I do need to. Okay, I need to do different breathing strategy. I need to hold the bar and stuff. But like my finger is just part of my arm and my hand. They are not <laughs> separated. Like,、yeah. and so the awareness I received from movement is just blew my mind. For the past three months I have in Mexico, all things combined, like the way I perceive myself, my body, my awareness, and just like you say, the patterns I see coming inside me when we do different exercise. There are things I like, things I'm weakness. I have weakness, but I'm passionate about fixing. And things I have weakness, I just don't want to fix it. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Carrying the stick, I really, just, <laughs> I just can't like successfully manage it. But I'm still working on it. But just like this morning, we started our second phase. Yeah. Of intensive course,、mm-hmm. and then we start with a meditation,、mm-hmm. and that、uh, that brings another form of awareness to the class too. Before we used to start with single leg standing. Or double extending with、uh, open eye meditation. Yeah. Each time, I just learn about different methodology of being aware of myself. 
在这一部分，我们开始了对于作为母亲和女性教练的探讨。因为也许就像玛丽亚娜在前面会用 we 来表示怀孕是两人的事，但是真正因为怀孕生产会产生疤痕组织、荷尔蒙变化或身体结构改变的，都是妈妈，而不会是爸爸。而需要中断训练再回到训练的，也是负责生产的女性。因此，我很好奇，玛丽亚娜自己的教练身份是否因为怀孕有什么妥协呢？而出乎我意料之外，在当时他其实是把能够好好的感受怀孕的过程摆在第一顺位。当然，也是因为孕期的各种不适让他需要好好休息，但他更希望能够完全的感受怀孕时与新生命的连结。因此，他给予自己允许，让自己随着怀孕的生命之流波动。而他在女儿满一岁时才开始真正的训练。当他体验到训练上不断变强的感受后，他开始在新手父母的不可能的时间里找出训练的时间，在女儿睡午觉的时候训练，甚至是在午夜时分的时候才开始训练。There are so many things you you said that I wanted to unpack. Yeah. When you two are pregnant with Gali,、mm-hmm. how old were you? Twenty-seven. Twenty-seven. Yeah. So you say you were open about it, but you were struggling to say that you two were pregnant. But it is true that women are the ones they are suffering. Yeah. And then we are the one that needs a little bit of rest before going to another training, and we are the one that our structures within our pelvis and our internal abdominal get changed with the scars tissues we have through、mm-hmm. giving birth, and we are the one that needs to like go back on our training. Mm-hmm. So,、yeah. and we are the one that most of the time to be considered the one to be carrying the kids, yeah, with rounded back and rounded shoulder. So there is for me now. I turn it as a price. <laughs> there is a price to pay while you want to have kids. When you think about you might be pregnant, was there any negotiation between being pregnant and like being able to? Keep going on your coaching journey. At that time, because I was flowing when I got pregnant, I like I did like an immersion about it, and I forgot about everything. I did not train at all in all my pregnancy. I was like feeling, waking up at whatever hour, going to the beach, doing whatever. I really like. I want to do this. Okay, and never came to me to do training or yoga, whatever. Not even yoga. Why? Why is that? I don't know. My mindset was like to flow, to flow whatever it comes. Like I didn't have a structure. My goal was to learn more about pregnancy, galley, how I want, and I was also tired. In the first three months, I was like sorry, but vomiting every day and sleeping every day. And then when I recovered, like priorities came to me. I wanted to feel the baby, to do lots of meditation. I did and swimming, also a lot of swimming, but very, very relaxed. Now, nowadays, I know there is lots of things to do while pregnant to to be even healthier and to have even a better pregnancy. Like lots of exercise and squatting and all this is pretty, pretty good. But then I was like just flowing with the <laughs> wind. But the recovery, I did wait the forty days after, completely resting and trying to figure it out about the breastfeeding and trying to bring everything all together, like all the uterus and everything, to give them time to rearrange inside the body. 
And then I started slowly, slowly. I wasn't pushing myself then. I started pushing myself when Gali was about one year and a half. When she was having naps, I started to train. Sometimes at 12 in the midnight, I train. But because I wanted, because I got hooked, because I, I was like, oh my God, I need to do this. Yes, yes, yes. And I was happy about it. My recovery of my body, like pretty good. I was feeling more strong than ever in my life, more mobile than ever, more energetic and powerful. So I was like, I'm not living this. <laughs> 如果你有听前几集访谈的人，你可能也知道，我其实最近也在思考生小孩这个问题。但是每次跳上摩托车去训练的时候，我都会想，如果有小孩了，我会不会需要牺牲这样子的自由？而玛丽亚娜也会有这样选择训练就无法照顾小孩，选择小孩就无法对自己训练负责的纠结吗？其实一开始小孩还小，他都是趁小孩在睡眠的时候训练。但当小孩长大了，醒着的时间变多了，他便开始和先生调配彼此的训练时间。很幸运的是，和主流的健身环境不太一样 ，Movement Culture 的这个 community 是非常欢迎带孩子一起训练的社群。当他们远赴以色列和德国柏林密集训练的时候，也是把女儿一起带去训练场地，而一同训练的伙伴也会和孩子一起玩耍。对他来说，能够和孩子一起训练是人生的巅峰快乐时刻。My partner and I、mm-hmm. were thinking about doing this nomadic trip because I want to get, I want to have baby two years after. But like every time I was able to hop on my motorcycle and bike to the movement class,、mm-hmm. it's like a torn between: Do I really want to have baby that soon? Because if I if I do, then one of us has to be the one、yeah. stay home and watch the baby, and I can't just move so freely. I feel like I will have the guilt of not being able to stay at home,、oh, yeah. and then if I stay at home, I will have the guilt of not being responsible for my training. Do you face the same challenge? Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. I was like sometimes feeling very guilty. In the beginning, I was just training when she was sleeping. So when she was a baby, she napped all day long. So I have a lot of time. But then she just started to walk and this and that. And sometimes I was sharing with Jonathan, like, okay, let me go and train. You, you stay with her, and we was doing co-parenting. We are doing. Was hard also for him to, to enter into this new mood of co-parenting. <laughs> But in the beginning, when we, we went also to Israel, when she was like one year ago, we went and trained in,、uh, with Roy Goldsmith and Liav in his facility. Then it was called Movement Israel. I I don't remember. Now it's another name. They allow me to bring Gali to every class. So I put like a puzzle mats, four puzzle mats, and bunch of backpacks around, and I put her there. And I was doing my training, and then I go and kiss her and whatever, and she is playing, and everybody goes and hi baby, whatever. I can I carry her? Yes, okay. And every like she become part of the community as well. Everybody、mm-hmm. knows her and love her, and this for me was also something that I really love from the community. It's not like no, don't bring the kids. You know, it's like very very open. In my case, I don't know if in all the cases. And then we went 
for three months to study with Ido Portal direct. It was a beautiful experience. We was training eight hours a day with him. Maybe sometimes if we was lucky, we, we rest a day in, in that week, but sometimes we didn't have the rest. So we were, we had sessions of four hours and he also allowed me to bring Gal. So I was training and breastfeeding her and he was like, okay, yeah. And I'm like, Ido, can I go? Yes, go. And I breastfeed her, put her there in the park and we go. Because we mostly, we did all, we train outside in Berlin in the parks. So she was playing with the kids in the sand and I was training here. So if she cries, I go. It was perfect for me. Then my father's-in-law, they're also like a huge part of it. They help us a lot. Sometimes they go with us for one month or two months and they help us to take care of her or to be with her. It's not taking care of her. It's very nice to be around her. And for me, it's like the most thing when, mo- when I enjoy most my training is when she is around watching. No, or not watching directly, but there experiencing the ambient, you know? Mm-hmm. For me, this is like, yes, it's my day. When she's there playing with her friends and I'm training and she sees I'm doing. I never pushing her to do things, but she know how to do things because it's like common for her to be upside down or to roll. Mm-hmm. Or to, because she she sees this every day in us. It's beautiful. Seeing kids in class playing around is so mind-blowing for me. It's like in Taiwan, they will have some gym that has um, mommy spend up a session where they have a caretaker mm-hmm. and they have a zone then so the mom can put the kids there and the mom go work out. Mm-hmm. But here, the kids are just playing with us or training with us. I think that's an empowerment for kids too. Like they know they can do what adults can do. It's a way to know that the instructors here see human as a whole person. They don't see them as like, okay, you are a student and you're not allowed to be a father or a mother. So your kids has to be outside. It's like this embracing of humanity. It's make me feel it's so beautiful to see the yeah. kids around. And what are the things that Gali teach you? 他的宝贝女儿咖喱教了他什么 呢？ 他 说：“ 女儿就像一面镜 子， 他从女儿身上看到自己的行为和思考模 式， 有好的也有不好 的， 进一步去反省要怎么去引导他的孩子。而他自己也是孩子的学 生， 有时候孩子在其他大人一起上课时在旁边玩 耍， 你以为他没有在注 意， 但是有一天就突然看到他做出了在上课中大人学了很久的训练动 作。” 这些孩子天生具有直觉性的学习能力和能够发挥原始本能的身体质地，都让他理解自己的身体在一开始也是具有这样子能力的，也让他在训练的时候更加有信心。Oh my god, so many things. She's my greatest teacher since the beginning. First of all, patience, and she's. Definitely a mirror. I can see me through her. I can see the patterns she's getting from me. Some good, some uh, not so good. But then I confront them and I change them if I can't, which is very hard to also change patterns, but not impossible. And also talking about movement. Sometimes we do in classes with her, like you are the teacher with the students. You're the teacher, Gali. Teachers like a sequence. And she do whatever. Nobody can do what she's doing, you know, because 
she's so mobile and so agile and she teach me that we was like her we all was like her and as kids but we forgot to be like that because of technology shares sofas buttons cars but she's like pure she can do whatever she wants also with the body and she has a crazy mobility on the legs and she's strong it's good to learn from her every time and i i know in order to be good parents you need to go down of the stir of i'm the father i'm the mother i'm the one i know you know we need to also put ourselves as as students i'm i also can learn from my daughter so many things and i allow her to to teach me without her knowing she's teaching me you know like i know i learn every time every time she's very connected also to her intuition and the way she learns oh my god i wish i could learn like that you know she can be in the classroom not doing the class with us she can be playing but she is learning what we are practicing and sometimes one day suddenly she do the thing we was teaching and i'm like oh wow golly nice nice job like she see absorbs and do mm-hmm. without pushing her and i think it's a very very aspect of learning learn as a child like jonathan has this quality of learning I'm not. I'm more like, you need to tell me A, B, C, D, E, F, G to to know. But Jonathan can see something and do it. Like it. Doesn't matter if he don't get it. He do it and he try and he try and he try and suddenly he got it. But nobody explain him like A, B, C, D, E, F, G. And for me, this kind of learning is limited. They teach us, the society teach us to learn like that. Sit down, I will explain you things. And I believe we have this self-directed learning. Actually, this is the technique that the Gali schools is working on. Self-directed learning. You choose what you want to learn and you, you develop your own method of learning. Actually, 他说因为爸爸也非常爱运动的关系，他耳濡目染。而尽管墨西哥文化也是有那种小孩子无一无二、女孩子要乖乖做好的想法，但他天性就非常的竞争，很想要能在赛场上获胜。所以他拒绝接
I, I'm very like hyper, hyperactive. I need to do things. Yeah, I was asking the question because like, when I was a kid, people always tell me, don't do that. Otherwise, you'll be looking like a boy. Uh, yeah. Don't don't do sports. Otherwise, people will think that you're not attracted yeah, to stuff like that. Of course, definitely yes. I heard that. I heard like don't sit like that because you're a girl. Uh, sit properly. Um, I don't know. Eat your food properly. All these things. Or don't talk too much because you're an or you're a child. You're not allowed to talk. You're not, you are not allowed to to say to give an opinion. I think it's general for children here in Mexico. I don't know in other parts of the world. But for girls, yes. You run like a girl. You fight like a girl. You're slower because you're a girl. You this and that. But my inner will is very competitive. So in school, in all these races of running, I was like, I'm going to win because I'm going to win. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. And especially if you're a man, I will beat you, you know? <laughs> and thank God I never had this on my mind, like, oh my God, I'm a girl. I'm, I'm not going to win because I'm a girl. Chishmaliana和Jonathan除了在墨西哥每周六天的教课时间以外,每天也有三到两次每次两个小时的自我训练,加上其他的巴西柔术练习等等,他们也有另外开自己的餐厅,因此我很好奇在学生、教练、母
In the beginning, I was very like strict. 6 a.m. to 8, first session, then Gladys wakes up, 9, breakfast, kindergarten, then next session, like 10 to 11, then the class, 11 to 1, then I have 1 to 2 to do another mini session, then I go pick Gali for, from kindergarten, we have the meal, we rest a bit, we have a nap or whatever, Then I take her to something, to a class. She she mostly go to classes because she wants to be with her friends. So is I take her to jujitsu or dancing classes sometimes, and or sometimes she go to a friend's house. And then afternoon I I do a little session, and sometimes friends comes here and they are with me doing my last session. And then the other part, no? like dinner, shower, reading, sleep. And I try to keep also like the weekends for her, like the, the rest day. Let's go to the beach, this and that. Uh, with Jonathan also. I'm not in charge every day of her. It's hetzi hetzi. I'm talking in Hebrew. It's mitad y mitad. Half and half. We try to do that. Sometimes I say, okay, today is your day with the galley, tomorrow mine. Please, I want to go and do a treatment so you, you take care of what she's eating and whatever. When co-parenting first started, do people give you a lot of shit about that? <laughs> like, uh, like in, I remember when I was a kid, my mom would ask my dad to help wash dishes in the kitchen and my grandma would say, how dare you let my son do the dishes? Ah, uh, yeah, oh my like, God. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And no, thank God, no, because my mother-in-law, she's sweet and she's, she's more revolutionary than me. So she's very like, everybody do his own thing. And I think she, she was a good mother with Jonathan. He's very open to help. In the beginning, it was hard. In the beginning, because we was young parents. <laughs> Entre comillas. How do you say, like... Young parents? Young parents. Like, 25, 26. Mm -hmm. Jonathan, in the, in the beginning, was in a bit of a shock. Like, oh my God, I'm going to be a, a father. I'm, I'm a child. <laughs> What I'm going to do? But slowly, slowly with agreement and a lot of talking and a lot of being aware. In the beginning, I was doing everything because I was taught like that, you know? And I was the superwoman. But then I got to a crisis of stress. Why I'm so stressed and so unhappy? Because I wanted to do everything by myself. And no, I need to release. I need help. I'm not superwoman. I look like, <laughs> but I'm not. And it was hard for me to understand that. What's hard to me to realize and to cut patterns and to also to encourage Jonathan to, to be aware also. Also talking. And sometimes I want him to read my mind, you know, like, and no, I need to express it. You know, I'm tired. Can you take care of Gali today? Thank you. I'm going to the beach. Bye. You know, also for me to disconnect that Because I was very like, go, gally, gally, in my arms all the time. It's mine, my, my baby. To, to disconnect and to allow him to enter also into this play of a family was my part also. 
it's not all only his unawareness. It's also my unawareness of I'm not letting you help me. 拥有这么多身份的玛丽亚娜，她自己也发现，当女儿刚出生时，她抛弃了所有身份，她不再是她自己，只剩下妈妈这个角色。可是她渐渐的知道，如果真的为女儿好，她也必须要好好的照顾她自己，给予她自己作为一个个体所需要的养分。也只有这样子的方式，让女儿知道，他们两个人都能有独立追求自己生命的权利。Do you see yourself differently when you are being a mother, a wife, a coach, or a student, or is the same person? No, my God! I think the most changing things on on life for me until now is life and death itself. To bring life, oh my God! It's a three hundred and sixty turnaround. Also, to to experience a death is the same. It's the same, but in a different way. But yes, I'm I'm another person. I'm Mariana after Gali and before Gali. You know, like, and I what I can say, I'm stronger than ever. I'm a, more aware than ever. I feel more pretty than ever. I feel more happy than ever. To bring a life is the biggest gift you can have, in my experience. When I'm training there and listening at her voice down here. I'm melting. I'm training, but I hear her voice, and I'm like, "Oh my God, I love you, Gali." You know, it's like the highest way of love a woman can experience. And I think I'm father also. Not sure, <laughs> but yes, I think so. <laughs> What about in like a 24-hour day when you are practicing Jiu-Jitsu as a student,、mm-hmm. or when you are coaching and Gali was not there, and as opposed to Gali was in your arm? Do you feel yourself differently when Gali is not with me? Mm-hmm. In the beginning, yes, I was fel- feeling very guilty, like oh my god, I'm here, so selfish, working on myself, and Gali's there. I don't know what she's doing, whatever. I don't know if she eat, ate, or whatever. But then, with the time, I started to realize that it's important for me and for her that I'm good, like I'm, I'm feeling good with myself. And if I don't do the things that I love, and I don't practice the things that I love,、uh, feed myself properly. I think it's important for her to see also that she can do whatever she wants. Yes, it's a commitment and a responsibility for sure to to have a a daughter and or son. But we tend to forget. About ourselves as mothers, and that happened to me in the beginning. I was fully for her, and it's like that naturally, fully for her, fully. Mariana disappears. Is mother of Gali. Mariana doesn't exist anymore. I'm breastfeeding her, feeding her, changing her, watching her 24 hours every time. Ta ta ta. You got to a point that you you don't know who you are. Like. <gasps> Who I am? I'm Mariana. No, I don't think so. You know, like, then you slowly, slowly, you need to reconnect to yourself and to empower yourself to be like a, a good example also for her, no? And to all always evolve in a good way. If it's too much, go back. If it's too less, do more. It's like when we think about pursuing our freedom. Or like for the love of ourselves is something natural, but actually it's something that needs to be practiced 
I one sentence I heard before that profoundly changed me and take actions in my life. Then it goes like, if we cannot love ourselves, we can't fully make people who loves us feel loved too, either. Yeah. 记得在墨西哥第二次密集训练期开始之前，我和来自各地的学生围成一个圈圈，做训练开始前的心态建设。而其中一个就是如何面对训练中的黑暗时期。对于玛丽亚娜来说，其中一个黑暗时期，其实是她刚开始接触 movement culture 时，她看到了自己变强，并同时迎接新生命。可是自己的母亲却罹患了癌症，正走向生命的最后阶段。那时的他不知道怎么面对这样子的伤痛，选择把自己埋在更多的训练里来逃避母亲死亡后的创伤，一直训练到受伤以后，他才开始认真面对自己的情绪。现在的他懂了，训练和人生一样都是起起伏伏，我们不可能用逞强来疗伤，而是应该更勇敢地面对这样子失去的时刻，才能再次前进。So you are coaching for many years, and yesterday we were talking about what to expect in training journey. And you mentioned there were two dark zones <clears throat> in your six years of training.、Yeah. What are those dark zones, and how did you get out of it? Oh my God,、it、was hard. My two biggest dark zones. Okay, I when I started movement, my mother was sick. She had cancer. Just when I started, she started with the illness. So this was the beginning of the journey. I was trying to keep it up. I was always the strong, like, and and also like the practice helped me to be always going forward. Okay, let's go forward. Like, let's work on it, on my programs, on my mother things. I was helping her to bring her energy up. Also, it was hard. It was hard because lots of confusion. Knowing that your mother has cancer, and you also to train with this on your mind, it was very kind of a stress. But it gave me strength. Then for three years she was sick. The last year she was living in Monterrey, like in the north of Mexico. So I was traveling there, maybe. Four times a year to spend two months with her in her house, helping her, going to the doctor every time, this and that, the treatments, and while training in Gali, I wasn't teaching. I was focused on Gali and my mother. The last six months, she decided to come here and live here because she wanted to die here with me. Also, all my family, my sister was living here and my brother was living here. Only my mother and my father and my other brother were living there, so she decided to come here and because she didn't know, she didn't want to know about doctors and hospitals and all this stuff. She wanted to to feel free to in a natural way. She has lots of sisters and brothers and everybody is like very attached to the hospital and doctors and all this. And so she was feeling a bit of stress and she said, "No, I'm coming here and." I'm here. I can see Gali every day, and I'm with you. And I don't care. With specialists and everything, we talk a lot. With I don't know how do you call it, but this in Spanish is tanatologa, tanatologa. No, sé. <laughs> it's like a special person who prepares for for the death,、mm-hmm. to prepare the person who is going to die, and also the family. So we was 
taking therapy and and that was hard, super hard. I was still keep training. At that point, when she she got worse and worse, and then I was pushing her in the beginning to train and to move and this, but then she she couldn't. Like she was like, she she cannot walk anymore, and then she cannot sit by herself, uh, stand sitting. Like every time going backwards, no? She was getting older, you know. She was young. She was sixty three, but she looked like eighty. 84, 85, I don't know. To see this degeneration, and at the same time, I was the opposite. Like, you know, like getting stronger, getting this and that. And I was like not understanding in that point. And I was like, oh my God, how she cannot, and I can do this, and why this and that, and all these emotions and that. So she died. I didn't stop training, but I was hurting myself. I was hurting myself because I didn't confront the situation. I didn't confront the situation in that time. I wanted to to close my eyes and keep going. I I kind of remained strong for the rest of my family because I had the strength. I felt the strength. But in my inner world, I was devastated, you know. So this was... (laughs) Sorry, I'm crying. (laughs) This was my first dark zone. And then I got to a point that I was taking therapy with professionals and this, and everybody recommended me to stop. You need to stop, Mariana. Stop. Force yourself to stop. You need to learn how to stop. So I stop and, and release. I stop and release, and I gave me the time to... To feel the pain, to cry, to let go. And I, I stopped movement for about, I don't remember, three months or so, four months. Nothing. I didn't want to do anything. Because I know if I started to, to do, I will never stop to do. So I was forcing myself, stop. And I was connecting more with the sea going into the water and releasing and swimming and this and that and I went more inside lots of meditation lots of forgiveness and trying to understand it's it's hard to understand these things but also these things are life-changing as birth for me it's like oh my god again three 360 degrees turn and start again Suddenly when I felt I was a bit more releasing, so I started again, slowly, slowly. And I was like, I lost so many things physically, but at the same time, nothing is more painful than to lose your mother, no? So I was confronting that also in the practice, like I lost my mother and I lost all that I was working with, but I didn't care. It was like, okay, I don't care, like... It's temporary, and we are in this life to restart things and to try to understand. And but time, time is, I think, is the most big, big teacher. So this was one of my darkest zones, and was very hard for me to come back, also to return to movement. But also was also empowering me to continue when I started to move again. I was like, okay, let go. And also I was more flexible. I was more 
connected to my intuition. I was giving me more time to rest. I was giving me more time with Gali. I was more aware of the available things, the, the things that matters, like your daughter, your husband, your family, and also the strength remains. When you build the strength, the strength never goes. It remains. You need to work again. Inner and outer. And these things make you strong and wise, slowly, slowly. And every time you understand more. It's a journey. Life is a journey. No? You need to always ask questions and find answers for yourself. How do you view death now? And if one day we will eventually die, why train at all? Ah, yeah. This is one of the... This is, comes to me a lot. <laughs> why should we train if we, we are going to die? It's not training. It's like a life practice. I want to be capable of caring my grandchildren. I want to, to have longevity. I want to be developing my brain, my nervous system with all these coordination tasks. And yeah, I think we need to move forward if we want to imprint this information in the next generations. In the DNA, you know, like all this information of going forward, of strength bones, strength muscles, uh, mobile bodies, always aiming to, to set up projects and finish projects and then a new one and like always going up the ladder. Sometimes we need to stop and sometimes we need to go a bit down. To understand things but I don't imagine my life always going down or staying steady in one staircase you know like I like to grow understand knowing that we are all learning forever you know this kind of situations gives you that like when my mother died I was like oh my god I don't know anything I don't know anything in this world I'm like blackout. But yeah, to improve, to be better person, to be more aware, to be better mover as well. 谈到挑战, 反观自己 what are the challenges you see that newbies might face? That the what, sorry? Noob- the cha- newbies, like new students. Ah, People okay. Who are s- totally new to strength training or movement training. What is that, like the challenge? Mm-hmm. Sometimes here in Mexico, <laughs> in this community, the girls come and they get desmotivated to see men can do the strength work and and they they see them and then they they feel like oh my god i never i'm not going to do this ever you know like i'm so weak this is one of the challenge to feel unmotivated because of one thing that you see another thing sometimes we tend to over protect ourselves 
Ay, no, 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 like, I don't want to, I want to keep my soft hands forever. And sometimes I see they are looking for something else. Sometimes girls, they want to, to work on that external looking, you know, like, I want to train because I want to be skinny and beautiful and I want to have big butt or whatever, you know. <laughs> so this is a challenge. First, you need to change the mindset, you know, like we are here not to work on that. First of all, they've told me so many times, no, give me something for my abs, please. I have, I want something for my abs. And I'm like, I'm sorry, I cannot give you something Wait, for your students abs. students in the class? Yeah. Hard yeah. to imagine. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So I'm like, this is not for you. Like, we are not working on abs. We are working on movement. We want to be better movers. We want to move with quality. We want to do the basic things, you know, to squat, to do fisherman squat, to have a good communication with the ground, to fall and roll instead of breaking up your back. We want these things to help us to develop our body and our mind. So yes, one of the challenges is the mindset. Another is sometimes we tend to Ah, oh, no, I cannot do this. Ah, oh, no, I no, I cannot. Like, to see the big frame of things and not to concentrate on small things and try to motivate yourself. Yes, I can do it. It will take time, but I can do it if I, I work hard. It's hard to work hard because we want everything easy. In this life, with the telephone, with the buttons, everything, quick results, outside looking, but no. We need to, to work hard to unsoften the tissues of the palms and to get stronger as a woman. That 就近训练 movement 对于我和一样来自不同国家、不同体型、不同肤色的女性们有什么好处呢？其实我很同意 Mariana 所说的，它是一个往外和往内关照的机会。有时候你看到的进步是神经肌肉上的适应。有时候则是绞尽脑汁想要尝试解开一个动作顺序的循环，从深蹲转到 L 型坐姿旋转，再转换到蜥蜴爬。重心是从哪只脚转换到哪只手，哪个关节做了什么样方向的旋转，再解开谜题的瞬间，其实也是一种自信的养成。另外呢，在训练的时候，对于空间、时间。自我身体和情绪的觉察，也是我非常爱这种训练模式的其中几个面向。而这样身体上不同面向的改变，也为生活其他面向带来更多的创造力。Female students in our class come from all sorts of backgrounds and countries and culture.、Mm -hmm. What do you think are the benefits for them to train movement? <laughs> It's a tricky question. If you will ask Ido Portal about benefits, he will not answer. <laughs> you are <Yeah>. wrong, guys. <laughs> <laughs> But you will get to the benefits through the practice. You will find out yourself the benefits of the practice. But yes, I will tell you some of them. So self-confidence, inner strength, physical strength as well, more per perspectives also. Physical perspectives and inner perspectives. You discover this world of thousands of combinations. So it's like, oh my god, it's not just from here. It's also from here. And what about if I turn it that way? Oh, this is another. Oh, okay, so it's like it opens your mind to different ways of seeing life. 
also is good for, for the body, for the nervous system, for the brain. You develop the brain, oh my God, so much. Like putting you in all these different scenarios of coordination and resolving riddles. All this gives you food for the brain. So I think you get smarter <laughs> and, uh, and aware, aware of your body, aware of other bodies, aware of the space and the time. There are so many, many, many benefits, but you will discover through the practice and through the repetition and through the daily being there, hard work. There are a lot of students who keep coming back and stay to train with you for a long time, say, for example, like Ali. Yeah. Why do they stay? And why do they stick on to the journey? I think they, they discover the, the benefits of the practice. Especially Ari. She's very steady. She don't miss a class since the beginning. She's curious. And I think curiosity is good in this practice. She becomes stronger mobile and she's discovering so much about herself feel she's growing she can see and we can see also her progression physically i think she has more and more reasons but i will need to ask her <laughs> question <laughs> i think this rediscovering of self in every single class is something that i never experienced before because in lifting it's so there are many different drills but It's all those main categories and the same things, different type of lunch and stuff. But in the movement class, so many varieties. And in the same varieties, you have different angle to learn about it. When you use your right hand to do it, then you use your left hand to do it and you find out you don't have the same hands. <laughs> you don't have the same fingers. Your peripheral vision is different than you have in the, in the morning, than in the, in the sunset time. Yeah. I remember something gave the group a feedback that she feels more creative yeah. after she starts training. And I think that's the way I feel too. Like I started to create stuff that I never thought of I would create after I start practicing movement yeah. in my life. This neural connection we have in our body, just being able to create so much more possibility we have outside the class. And that's something that just, I think it's really hard to find a way to stimulate your brain, your mind like that. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, definitely. Mariana, as a woman teacher, in Mexico machismo culture,大男人主义文化里教授训练是什么样的情形呢他说确实在课程里有时候会遇到一些男学生一开始很难接受他的指导但是渐渐的就会接受了尤其是在 Machismo. Oh my god, that's a good one. I love that one. I love, I love to, to feel empowered to teach men and women as well. And yes, I have, sometimes I see some students, they, they have trouble to listen to a woman or to really open the mind of, okay, she's teaching me, I will learn. But at the end, everybody opens and everybody understands that it's not about you are man, you are woman. And also this, this community in general, movement culture is very equal. Women and men, they can do whatever they want on, on the same level. I don't know if you know about Odelia, Odelia Goldsmith. She's the right hand of Ido Portal. 
She's amazing. She's a goddess. She can do whatever she wants with her body. More than anyone in this world. <laughs> I know. She's, she's like my inspiration for sure. As well, Ido Portal. But uh, I think it's good for me to teach men and women. I don't also, I don't like so much to separate, you know, like I will do only class girl. I don't do only men class. Let's integrate together and learn from each other's. And they will need, if they are very macho, they will need to open up. If not, bye. <laughs> they will need to open up and to understand that there is no macho in this, especially here in Mexico culture, movement. <laughs> yeah, outside, yes, there is a lot. But we try not to be like that. I think like for like my journey as a coach, I'm always looking for like a female model like you mm -hmm. to share your story. And to know that we are not alone. Hmm. And it's, it's just been very inspiring for me to just listen to how you describe oh, your thank journey. You. 最后，玛丽亚娜分享给那些想要成为教练的女性，想要成为母亲的女性教练，以及想要开始训练的女性们的建议。And do you have any words to share with young female coaches who just started out on the same path? For sure, I'm super happy that every time a woman is like going up on strength, inner strength, on um, confidence. So I will tell all the young girls that you can do everything you want. You can do everything you want. We can do everything. We dream. Just we need to focus, and you can create your own story for sure. Do you have any words to share with female coaches who are considering becoming a mother? Ah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I think uh, it's part of life. And if this practice, for example, is like a, a movement practice for life. So why to disconnect nature itself from it? I think you can do it for sure, as I did, and uh, you can do even better. Yeah, I think there is no better, only different. Yeah, different. Um, yeah. So what advice would you give to other females who are thinking about learning movement but are hesitant to try? Don't be afraid <laughs> of of confronting yourself, of looking at the mirror. Try. If it's for you, stay. If you don't understand and you feel it's not for you, step back. Maybe come back later. Or find another path also. And where can people find you on social media if they want to learn more about you and the movement class? Mm -hmm. We are in Facebook as movement underscore Mexico. And we have the mail is movement.mexico.gmail. My Instagram also is mariana underscore Fletcher. And that's it. <laughs> Mariana has a lot of beautiful videos about her she moving in the nature. So if you want, if you are curious about what movement class is like, please do go on to their Instagram to check it out. Mm. And thank you so much for today, Mariana. Thank you, Angie. I loved it. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. 感谢你收听这一集的好奇杠铃。如果你觉得只有听 Podcast 知识还不够过瘾的话，欢迎订阅我们的 email， 我会定期发送给你独家学习资源连结以及我们的 Meetup、读书会等活动抢先报名的机会哦。
你可以在网址输入 curiousbarbell.com/slash/subscribe， 或在本集下方找到 email 订阅链接以及我们本集讨论到的相关资源。如果你喜欢我们的节目内容，别忘了推荐给你的周遭朋友。Apple Podcast 的听众也请给我们五颗星，并且分享你的回馈哦。那再次感谢你的收听，我们下集见啦！ Oh, oh, oh.